Can I get an amen? You got an amen? Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Hey, y'all. Welcome to Can I Get an Amen? We are hoping that anytime you tune in with us, we're leaving you a little bit better than you were before we found you. In our podcast, we hope to ignite something inside of you as we share our passion for personal growth, finding our God-given talents and gifts in this world, and also our love for living an intentional life. And that something sparks inside of you um, makes you, you know, shout out. Amen. Amen. We're back. Mini episode number five of our Lenten series with Father Nick Dupre. Uh, we are talking about the 10 ways that the devil will oppress us. So, Father, where are we at today? We are on the fifth way that the devil oppresses us. And this one is the devil will get to our souls through our eyes. And so got a couple of scripture quotes here. Matthew chapter 5, verse 8 Jesus says, blessed are the pure of heart, for they shall see God. And this is definitely tending to that truth that you you take in something through your eyes that can reach all the way to your heart. And if we're being really, really honest, it happens instantaneously. It really does. And um, before I jump too far ahead of myself, but as it occurs to me, I always like to remind people of this. Why do we close our eyes to pray? It's almost instinctual. Maybe somebody taught us. Maybe we forgot that we were taught this. But why do we close our eyes to pray? And it's to lay hold of the spiritual goods. It's to stop taking in things around us and to exercise what we call the the vision of faith. What we can hold to by that uh, spiritual vision. And blessed are the pure of heart for they shall see God. And... Uh, I want to not take in more that I have to contend with through my eyes. So I'm going to close my eyes and use my interior vision to behold God. Revelation chapter three, verse 17, because you say I am rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing. And you do not know that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. It goes on to another verse, but there's this mention here of spiritual blindness and how it happens by taking in or amassing material wealth, right? I am rich. I become wealthy. I have no need of nothing, right? Your your body is completely satiated. You have all your bodily needs and material needs met, right? And the Lord says, you do not know that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked, So there is a relationship between our eyes and our soul. This ties in also to one of the ways we talk about heaven. We refer to it as the beatific vision, the vision of God and beholding his beauty and his goodness, his light, his love in himself, not through faith as we must, as we journey through our life on earth, but seeing him as he really is, right? And we also believe connected with that in, we say this every mass, we recite the creed, uh, Sunday mass, we believe in the resurrection of the body. 
one day our bodies will be reunited to our souls. Say if we die in 2022, right? Our bodies remain here. Our souls go home to the Lord. But we believe at one final day, we call this the second coming and the final judgment of the world, that our bodies will be reunited with our souls if we are in heaven by this point. Pray God we are not among the damned we our bodies will go on to glory and yes even our very eyes will the physical organ of our sight will have a participation in beholding the glory of god what an amazing thought and so how do we use our eyes now what are we feasting on now with our eyes right the eyes we know are the window to the soul we hear that a lot And so let's be honest, there are images that lead us into impurity, that lead us to defile the rest of our temples, right? And more than that, going back to this quote from Revelation chapter 3, verse 17, it harms our spiritual trust in the Lord. Again, that quote from Revelation, you say, I am rich, I have become wealthy and have need of nothing. You do not know that you are wretched, miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. And so, sometimes it happens, you can maybe say oftentimes, maybe more than we realize, that when we get completely content in this life, we've we've got what I wanted, we we can check all the boxes and say, I got this, got that, got this, that we no longer yearn we no longer long our eyes are too busy feasting on getting all these things that perhaps we've worked really hard for perhaps we've set goals and we've we got it but and our eyes don't move from them and so what happens is you don't exercise your spiritual sight or we say trust your confidence in the lord right um and so back to the sinfulness here the sin that works against this purity of of heart is of course, taking in all the flesh, right? And the, the, the triple concupiscence, we call this, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, the lust of the eyes, being just completely immersed in that. Those of us who can remember back to before our conversion days, we remember those miserable days. Seemed happy during that time, perhaps, but the Lord was giving us a hunger by his grace, by his mercy, praise be to him, that he showed us how wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked we really were in all of these fine things that we amassed and clothed ourselves with and surrounded ourselves with, right? So what happens? We take in all the flesh. We lose sight of the spiritual goods of the soul. You know, it's I say this a lot to people who are struggling with, with sins of impurity is, you know, the devil, don't, don't think that the devil is trying to get you to be an adulterer. He's not trying to get you to be a porn addict. He's not trying to get you to cheat on your spouse. He's trying to break your communion with your heavenly father. That's the end game, you know? And I find that that helps people to see this sin as something that they can overcome when they realize that it's just a tactic of the devil. He's not trying to get you. Yeah, sure. You could say, yes, he's trying to get you in perpetual sin. But the the goal of keeping you in that perpetual sin, keeping your eyes addicted to the flesh, is to really break your spiritual communion mm-hmm. with our Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. I like the way you put that. Me too. That's so much more of a... Um, a challenge and like a fight I would be um, almost motivated to take on is when you put it that way. 
Mm-hmm. Like he's just trying to break you up. He's not trying to make you an addict or, you know, like he's not, he doesn't have this ulterior motive. His really, his only motive is to draw you away from God. Mm-hmm. And for me, if I look at it that way, I'm like, no, you can't, you know, no, you can't, you can't. I, I like that. I like that. That seems like such a very beautiful um, and and like dynamic weapon to use to fight impurity because so many of us, all of us, I mean, just human nature, it's, it's a struggle most people don't like to talk about. Um, but I think in some way, shape or form, we all fight it. And what a, what a wonderful, just absolutely dynamic weapon to use with the verbiage that you just used to describe that. Yeah. It's not about making you something that you know you're not. Mm-hmm. It's him trying to get between you and your Lord, mm-hmm. you know? Oof. What comes up for me is um, going back to the social media thing and, like, the eyes of comparison and how mm-hmm. you put, mm-hmm. you know, how do you feel when you when you look at social media that is the pride of life. It is yeah. rampant. Mm. That is what's being stoked. That, and because that's lustful. Ah, yes. And it, it's not and just like porn. we're all complicit. It's, we're yeah. all, it, mm. it's like it's like emotional porn or something, yeah. you know, or comparison porn. I don't know. What do we yeah. make up? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I like all the things. Y'all are I mean, I think right that now. that is that is even more dangerous because yeah. it's yeah. less extreme. It's acceptable. Ooh, so, mainstream. I mean, I'm just Dang on social it. media. Yeah. It's mainstream porn right there. Yeah. yeah a lot um, of us priests are on guard. I'll say shepherds. We're on guard against the gospel of secularism replacing the gospel of Jesus mm, Christ. Yeah. The gospel of secularism, you, you could say it's the loss of what we used to call the culture war. It's still a thing to refer to that. But the culture is what practices do you really keep? That's what culture is. You know, what are those customs, those morals, those values, those things that you're really daily engaging in? It's you can over talk it. It's really simple. It's Mm -hmm. it's just how you're living, what you're into, what your heart is feasting on. Right. Mm -hmm. What you're sharing, what you're proposing as like an ideal, what you're proud of. Right. And and it's like, really, I just want you to be jealous of me. Yes. (laughs) Isn't that something else, though, how much we want to be put on a pedestal? And affirmed for like by and for other people. It's like, I want to post this because I want people to want to be who I am. Mm. And nobody wants to say that out loud. That's disgusting. <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. Like, I'm going to post my vacation pictures. One, because I'm like so excited to show my family to my people. Like, we all say that. Like, but my family and my people want to see it. And then the other thing is like, part of me wants people to be jealous because now I'm the one that people are envious of. Ooh. Right? can be a motive man it can be a motive it can be a motive yeah interesting as opposed to here is some amazing thing that guy created you know like some valley or whatever but let me let me post it's gonna be hard some people are gonna feel like they gotta go to confession maybe they don't but the uh you know here's me and us looking perfectly happy in cozumel or whatever you know and it's it's like we're here you're not yeah. And not yeah. to say that that's the intention behind everything, because that's not my intention anymore. Yeah. But I would be lying to say if in the last 20 years that I've been on social media, that wasn't once my motivation. Oh, for sure. Was to be envied by somebody because then I was important enough to yeah. be envied. Like yeah. that is just 
And you're right. The Nobody truth. wants to say that Nobody out loud. Nobody wants to say that, that out loud. That is, that's for sure has been, can be, will be a motive, you know. Um, but, you know, us talking about it right now, hopefully that makes all of us pause before we post hmm. and question mm-hmm. our intention for the post, right? Like, that's yeah. a challenge, you know. Not that we're supposed to be on social media this week, but or during Lent, mindlessly. But if you do feel the need to post something, uh, we, we challenge you to pause mm-hmm. before you post and question your intention of the post. Mm-hmm. I also would say this. This is this is last year when we did our challenges and our our little our ninety day cleanse. Um, anytime after uh, that ninety days, I I made a promise to myself that whenever I would go accept a follow request or accept a friend request, um, that I would go find something Christian and add it to my list because I needed that to become a part of my algorithm. Mm. that every other mm. thing on my wall or my feed or whatever the heck it's called is something of the Lord and not something of, you know, yeah. the earth. So like whether you're going to follow the mm-hmm. saints or, you know, just scripture or whatever it is, is if you are going to be on there, go try to smother your feed with God. Live out your baptism. Going yeah. back to that series that we did. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. That's interesting. The eyes are the window to the soul. What are you consuming? Yeah. What are we consuming? Can give you a, a conviction that mm. I think might help people decide where they are. I, I've gone through this, and I, I bet it will happen before <laughs> my days are done. As long as social media seems to have so much sway, is uh, I'm thinking of one particular friend in mind, and you know, I got people send me friend requests all the time. I'm a priest and this is an area that loves priest and people are going to follow you even if they're not your Facebook friend, right? They're mm-hmm. going to, somebody's going to share your post, blah, 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 blah. And at some post I'll see got out there. Praise God. You know, it was a good one. It really yeah. was a good one. It mm-hmm. wasn't like a braggy one. It was, it was a good spiritual post, you know? And I'm like, you know, get up there in the hundreds or something. And, and I'll think about, I'm going to go hang out with this friend that is truly truly without a shadow of a doubt i'm not just being pious like i know they're holier than me and i i follow them on social media too if they get 27 likes Mm -hmm. on any one of their posts that would be a big one and i remember feeling lonely and empty when i realized that they were their happiness was not affected in any way and there i was like saying like man that was really amazing and it was good it was good but was it dopamine that just, you know, (laughs) dropping as these architects of social media platforms knew that they were doing watch the social dilemma. You will learn how these things were made to really uh, what's the word feed off of us (laughs) um, and and build their empire this way. But when I realized that their happiness in no way, shape or form was dimmed or increased, Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, they have a holy disinterest because of their preoccupation with their real life. Yeah. You know, well, in the, really in the Lord. Yeah. yeah. If you want to go feel better about yourself, go to my Facebook page. I get like <laughs> Me too. one to three likes on everything. <laughs> I post. And you know what? I'm not phased by it um, anymore. But there anymore. was definitely a yeah. time where I was just like, why do I keep opening this to check to see if I have any notifications? Mm-hmm. That is unhealthy. Don't you think that this journey, though, has kind of rid us of that? Not to say there's not still temptation, but 
I don't find um, chasing that because I feel maybe it's because we've we've gotten that Holy Spirit nudge so much outside of social media mm. that it doesn't matter anymore. It's mm. not like we're looking and seeking for it because the Holy Spirit has shown us from within how important the things we're doing and that some things aren't meant to be shared on social media. That was meant for you and the Holy Spirit or mm. you and God. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I, I didn't want to lengthen this one. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is, this is great. So I was talking with a young person. I got to leave this very generic, very general. Okay. And this young person was struggling with somebody shaming them in a minor way, but shaming them mm. for not going get a picture with a famous um, Instagrammer or whatever, somebody who has a big major voice or platform on social media. And, you know, person was telling me they were struggling feeling frustrated with that for being shamed that they didn't go and get a picture and the thing went down like this that they um they said hey i saw so and so and they were like did you get it did you get a selfie like did you get a selfie and it was the standard yeah yeah it, like that must have happened or it didn't happen at all kind of thing yeah and i was like <laughs> i was like you it's know, bizarre but it's so check true. in or you want or it's not true yeah i had to tell her let me tell you something it, think about this. I, I said it came to me and it, it had to happen to me to realize that it is weird what was expected of you by mm-hmm. your peers, maybe your friends. OK, I said I was in a, a restaurant and a big famous EWTN person was there. Father Mitch Pacwa. Oh, yeah. He hunts in Crowley, I think, and around there. And and I was in that area, happened to be visiting with someone else. And, and I'm, I'm eating with my friend and, and my, I see my friend not looking at me at all, big bulging eyes. And they were, you know, practicing Catholic. They knew who father Mitch Pacwa was. And, and so they were like, look, look, look. And I was just like, <laughs> I mean, a big old falafel in my mouth. like, what? You know? And I looked over, I was like, man, that's, that's father Mitch Pacwa, you know? And instantly my friend goes, oh, well, we got to go. We got to go over there. And the immediate reaction to me was like, he's still a stranger. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing Uh, changed. No, we don't. Right. Nothing changed. Yeah. Nothing changed. Yeah. Okay. Millions of people see him. He's still a stranger. Mm -hmm. Not that he's dangerous, but there's a, (laughs) it's not that. Yeah. It's that I don't know the person enough. That means everybody I don't know, there's a rule that I'm obliged to go and say, hey, yeah. how are you? You know, that hey, isn't yeah. normal. <laughs> it's no, true. It's He's not. a human. And yeah. so yeah. I, it's, and I remember this young person just going like, wow, that's right. I was like, you shouldn't have felt chummy with a complete stranger. Mm-hmm. Right. I was like, and look, being a priest, a lot of people coming up to me. Oh, I still go through it almost on Oh, every weekend it doesn't fail. I'll have a little movement of this. Everybody comes up, and I feel like I'm in the middle of a violent screaming car wreck. You know, it's <laughs> after mass. You yes, because everybody and, wants to talk to you. You know, and just da 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 da. And yeah. they connected with something the Lord spoke through me, and I'm still here in my humanity. You yeah. know, and I don't know what hit them. You know, and it's like no, I don't have big fame. Maybe small fame in the tiny village of Parks, okay? <laughs> but maybe that's what they go through, you know. Mm. And it's still weird. 
It is. Mm -hmm. It is still weird that people would want so much attention and they're complete strangers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To be associated with somebody that they think is so famous. And like you said, if you don't get a picture or you don't post it, it didn't happen. So like that. Yeah, it's bizarre. What does intimacy say? Not everything is meant to be posted. Oh, or shared with other people. The best things probably never make it mm-hmm. to Facebook. Some things, some great things do. Yeah. But think about the super special things. Yeah. You know? Love it. Mm-hmm. And I, look, I am I think it's easy for me to preach that because I'm more of a live in the moment kind of thing. Um, so if, if we're somewhere very cool, I'm not the one that has my phone out. I'm not videoing the whole thing. I'm not taking pictures. I'm awful at all of that because I don't want to be in the moment on my device. I want to be in the moment in, in the, the place. Moment. Yeah. In the yeah. space between my two feet, yeah. my phone can stay in my pocket. You yeah. know, like I, that. But that's but that's me. That's just a personal preference. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's actually. Did we already do challenges we for did. this one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what were they? Uh, think about what you post. Yeah, yeah. Your intention oh, yeah. before Practice you post. Practice the pause before you post. And think about your intention before yeah. you post. Yeah, and go add some good holy stuff to your newsfeed. Watch it totally change your life, by the way, because when I, this is how I know I'm getting a little um, too scrolly, is when I stop and I find something that I can reflect to. And that is when I find holiness in social media is because I see something and I bring it to prayer. Mm. And that's a powerful way to use social media. For sure. That's the Holy Spirit intervening. Yes. (laughs) On the Prince of Air. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The sword. With the sword of the word. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what your sword sounds like? Yeah. <laughs> what does your sound like? I don't know. A lightsaber, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I've never even seen a lightsaber or the movie that the lightsaber's in. Um, but that's just the visual I have of it. I think that's just what it would be. Um, okay. This is good. This is stuff. good. All right, y'all. Amen. 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 <laughs>